Blog Talk Radio. To honor America, please rise for our national anthem. With us this evening is the Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Peter Pace. He is representing sailors, soldiers, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen serving our nation with pride around the world. To our military services, we say thank you for your dedication and professionalism in protecting America's freedom. And now, ladies and gentlemen, multiple Grammy Award winner and Houston native, Beyonce Knowles. and I'm be taking you through this ride along with my man Memphis Lou, who is on the line right now. Memphis Lou, what's up, man? What's going on, Square? It is finally here. I feel like a, a kid on Christmas morning, man. We are one week away from the Dallas Cowboys 
and the Miami Dolphins in the Hall of Fame game, man. Football is back. One week away. I cannot I, I think this is the most anticipation that I've ever felt for a football season. I mean, the fantasy leagues filled up in July. They filled up before we could even put them out there. People are waiting for fantasy football to come back. It is just so strong right now. The the stats, I'm, fan, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get this, pull up the stats and see how much of America actually play fantasy football, but I think it's just ridiculous right now. I mean, my, my kids, my 13-year-old, 14-year-old, the the oldest one, man, all the kids are playing, probably playing all through the high schools. Everybody in college has got to be playing fantasy football. And if you're not playing fantasy football and you're listening to this show, you better get your ass in the team. Fantasy football, go to soulkitchenradio.com and uh, and send us a text. If I get enough people from Twitter that want to play in another league, I'm already in six leagues. If I get enough people from Twitter from this show that wanted me to start another league, I'll start another free league for fantasy football. Just tweet me, mention me at Soul Kit Radio. Say, hey, I want to play, and and we'll get another we'll get another one going. Man, we already got a whole bunch of them. We got drafts coming up. Drafts on the twenty fifth for the free for the Soul Kitchen Radio free league. September first for the Soul Kitchen Radio league live on the air. We're gonna do that draft, and I did come in second. And the Kraken won both of those last year. Congratulations to Big Sean Hallog, man. He did his thing. Brian, what's the word, man? What's going on? Yeah, I'm excited. We're back on. Good. We're back on. We're back. It's fantasy football, baby. It's 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 back. I mean, hey, you know, there's, you know, I, I can't wait to you know dissect all the injuries. I saw what you told me. You just texted me the uh, the, the what teams to follow, and uh, I mean, you know, I got some news for you. Hey. Raiders are going to be a really good team this year. Even my boy Andrew said that he thinks they might even win the division. So he'll he'll come on and dissect why he thinks the Raiders have a uh, good shot to do some make some noise this year. We always think the Raiders are going to do something. 15, Yes, we're going to hear that over and over and over again. And if you're and you can catch all the Raider games on 95.7 the game out here, the home of Greg Papa, the godfather of radio, the godfather of sports radio, Greg Papa out here in the Bay Area if you're if you're out this way. So yeah, so we're going to dissect the teams. I'm going to take the AFC West. I'm going to take the NFC West. Lou is going to take what what were you going to get, Lou? Who you got? I got the I got the AFC South, home of the Tennessee Titans, and the NFC Beast, the team that wins the division in the NFC Beast will represent the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. And a lot of you guys are going to be surprised who I think is going to make it. It's not the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. And and Brian's going to take on the AFC East and the NFC South. And if Misha – Makes it. He's going to have the AFC North and the NFC North. So let's 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 get it going, Brian. Clue us sure. in on. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about key injuries right now. I mean, yes. so much is going on. Of course, the oh, biggest. Oh my God! I mean, biggest I, I, thing I, I, has to be Percy Harvin. Um, I mean, he would. He's a first round. He's a first round pick for anybody because he's going to Seattle. He's in Seattle where he's going where where they're already beast out there anyway. 
and with the addition of Percy Harvin was going to make them even even hotter. So go ahead and let's talk about some injuries, Brian. Yeah, I mean the the Percy Harvey injury, Percy uh, Harvin injury is actually a uh, not a surprise to me. I mean he battled concussions at University of Florida. He was uh, injury prone in Minnesota. That's why Minnesota got rid of him. You know they wanted to uh, you know obviously build with through the draft and they got uh, Greg Jennings. And from what I'm hearing is that uh, they're hoping Harvin might only be out two months. But my gut feeling says Harvin will probably not play it down this year. I just think that that, that uh, Seattle was just uh, jumped the gun too quick on the guy. There was reasons why the the Dolphins, the uh, some teams that really needed receivers, didn't go after Percy Harvin hardcore because of his injury prone. The guy is talented. The guy can play every position: running back, kick returner. He can even put him at quarterback and do the wildcat offense. But when he when he's not healthy, it's a big it's a big you know asset. And they gave up a lot to get Percy Harvin. So word is out of Seattle is that it's possibly not going to have surgery. But uh, I, my gut feeling says Percy Harvin will probably uh, not be a good pick. I mean, maybe a good late-round pick in fantasy football. But right now, I mean, until proven that he can actually play, and we'll see if he even plays in any of the exhibition games, or he probably won't actually. If he even plays, they might put him on the PUP list where they put him on the uh, eight-game disabled list. But – I mean, getting back to Percy Harvin, what happened yesterday in camp, Jeremy Macklin, I mean, he was going to be one of the top receivers for the Eagles. Uh, and then losing Dennis Peter for Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore's down a lot of players. I mean, who's going to step up? Ed Dickerson, Deshaun Jackson, Riley Cooper with the Eagles. I mean, and then you go to the Patriots. Is uh, Rob Gorkowski, is he going to play it down? Who's going to step up for him there, you know? they got a lot of tight ends. I mean, with the loss of Aaron Hernandez and – uh, you know, Wes Welker, you still can't count the Patriots out, too. But uh, injuries are part of the game. That's why my mono, mono is with any sport now, or football in general, is you take it one game at a time. Because you don't know, on paper, everyone's saying, oh, the Dolphins are going to be great and this and that. I'm not sold on the Dolphins just yet. They have to take it one game at a time. They have to worry about Cleveland, just like the Raiders, just like the Cowboys, just like any team in football, college, or NFL has to take it one game at a time because you don't know what's going to happen from the next day to the next day. Injuries play a big part, uh, arrests, maybe even murders, and you just don't know what's going to happen. So, and especially with all the exhibition games going on. Injuries, arrests, and murders? Did you clump all that together? Injuries, murders. And the rest, yeah. It can all happen. It can all, it can all happen. So you have to be very. That's a permanent injury. That's a permanent injury. <laughs> but, yeah. Cosman couldn't be more right, man, with about Macklin. You know, this, this guy's supposed to be one of the one of the great receivers for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles this year. And with, with him being down, this season just may be in the balance. I mean, um, we're, we're talking about Jeremy Macklin, and and the first thing I think the first thing you think when you think of Philadelphia receivers is you think Deshaun Jackson, of course. All right, I mean, and, and shout out to Deshaun Jackson, been on the show a couple times, but you think Deshaun Jackson, but when when that when that ball gets in the end zone, and you look at that guy's number on his shoulder, and it looks like a ten, but it's really an eight, eighteen. You go, damn that Jeremy Macklin is doing his thing. And and I swear to God, every time you look and you go, damn, that's 18 again. 
That's 18 again. That's 18 again. There is not going to be 18. There is no 18 this year because Jeremy Macklin is hurt. It's got to be Deshaun Jackson stepping up and, and, and everybody else on that team. But he, he he's supposed to be the complement to um, Deshaun Jackson. You know, it, it's good to have a world-class wide receiver, but you need somebody on the other side of the ball or somebody to run the slot on the same side of the ball to help draw away some of the coverage. You know, team teams will, will roll a safety over to give help. You know, teams will double uh, great receivers. But when, when a guy like Macklin is, is on his game, you know, it forces man coverage on the outside. It forces sending a linebacker in to help. And Macklin can be the linebacker any day, you know. And, and that's, those injuries, man, they're, they're just critical. And uh, also what Brian was saying about the, uh, about the Patriots, those guys are in a world of shit. 85% of their receiving yards are gone this season. <laughs> 85% of people who caught balls for them last year are gone. You know, the Patriot way this year may be uh, a one-way trip. Yeah, and, and it, it may be a one-way trip to uh, the middle or the bottom of the division. I, I just uh, don't uh, let them go. It happens. Let them go. We don't, we don't I, want to see. Um, I, 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 hope that, I hope that's the truth, but something tells me you can't count the Patriots out. They they, they remember when they had Matt Cat when Tom Brady was out for the season. Matt Castle went. They went eleven and five with no receivers at all. You can't count the Patriots out until that final straw of the game is. Still have Tom Brady. They still have Ridley. They have a great coach in Bill Belichick. They got a great offense coordinator, Josh McDaniels. And and you know what? What are they going to use Tim Tebow at? And for some weird reason, maybe Aaron Hernandez caught a lot of you know, scrutiny last year in the in the clubhouse. We don't know all the what's what's going under the table. I hope the Patriots are going to be bad. But saying that the Dolphins are, are going to be the best team in that division right now is actually ludicrous because we don't know if Ryan Tannehill can take us to the promise like that. And he's a he's a he's a second year quarterback. He has all the talent around him, and I'm not sold on Joe Philman either. So you know, I mean, you know, listen, I can sit here and love the Dolphins all I want, but there's still a lot of question marks with that O line, and uh, they're they're replacing a lot of pieces. They added a lot of pieces, and the Patriots lost a lot of pieces. And the Jets are in turmoil, and the Bills are in turmoil. But at the end of the day, you got to take it one game at a time because we don't know what are the what are the Patriots going to do at what are the Patriots going to do at tight end though? I mean, I haven't heard anything with them bringing anybody in. Possibly Michael Hazamagawagi, whatever his name is. You know, Misha would know a little bit more about the Patriots, but they they got pieces. They got some rookies. I mean, they got Michael Jenkins who played with the Falcons. Who's Minnesota is looking pretty good. I heard the trying Dobson. Tim Tebow is possibly uh, lining up at a receiver, too. So, uh, you know, um, you, you can't count out the Patriots. And, you know, they, it said, I'm, I'm reading it right here. It says, it says, with Aaron Hernandez gone and Rob Gronkowski coming off of back surgery, there could be an opportunity at tight end or as an H-back for Tim Tebow on a New England team. <laughs> I'll tell, tell you what if the, get it, if the Patriots get it together this year With all of those guys missing With, you know, with Tim Tebow on this roster I just may tip my hat To the cheater, Bill Belichick And finally say that 
he is worth yeah. something. If I, 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 I just, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't like him. You know that that guy from I, I don't know him personally, but from everything that I've seen, everything I heard, he's a jerk. He's a cheater, and I have no respect for that. You know, I have no respect for that. But if but if these guys can rally around uh, Bill Belichick, rally around Tom Brady, rally around um, Tim Tebow, and and can right the ship with a bunch of nobodies, then you know they, they'll earn my respect this year. But but in the uh, in the, the AFC East. I'm, I'm picking the Dolphins, man, to uh, to look real good. Brian's going to have a happy, happy uh, season <laughs> this year. They, yeah, I'm, I think I'm I'm riding them Dolphins this year, man. It was, and we'll talk about them in a second when we get to when we get to our, our roundup. So we'll be right back with the roundup seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We want you to get in, and also we are now on RadioSlot.com, so you can listen to us right there. <coughs> you probably already listening. Check it out, Soul Kitchen Radio. Really hard this year to put together an amazing team. I have studied the waiver wire. I know all the sleepers. I have done the bi-week plug-in. I have done it all, and all I want to do is watch the game and find out how my team Welcome back to Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul... Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Sports Fan Face Painter. Mr. Sports Fan Face Painter. Unlike Van Gogh or Rembrandt, you use yourself as the canvas. Half yellow, half green, but all hard. Look at me. As if weighing 400 pounds didn't call enough attention to yourself, you had to go shirtless and paint yourself bright orange. And you top it all off with a rainbow wig, oversized sunglasses, and absolutely no shade. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Sports Fan Face Painter. And no, we'll keep cheering for you until we are orange, purple, or blue in the face. Bud Light Beer at Collins, Colorado. You are now tuned in to Soul Kitchen Radio Sports Show. So get the radio. We're back, man. It's we're just time to go round robin around the around the league. Let's uh let's start with Memphis Lou. Go ahead. Tell us what you got, man. Man, this year, you know, I've always had my Dallas Cowboys, but this year I'm tempering myself. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys have done what they need to do to satisfy the questions we have on defense. You get rid of a great defensive coordinator. You have guys retire, you have guys leave, you let guys go into free agency, and you pick up what in return, not much. Uh, this year, I'm still going to root for my Dallas Cowboys, but I'm tempering myself. I'm thinking the NFC champion will come out of the NFC East, and it's either going to be Eli Manning and the New York football Giants or RG3, who I say should be the number one pick in everybody's fantasy football draft this year. Wow. That's huge. Misha, welcome to the show, buddy. Who is this? 561. They just called in. What's happening? It's, 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 it's Drew. What's going on? What's going on, Big Drew? How you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How about yourself? Wonderful. Where are you calling from? Uh, uh, Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, Florida. It's Gator time. 
I, I go to the U.S., yes. Mm-hmm. Great. So so are you excited about this fantasy football season, Drew? Yeah, yeah, I'm in I'm in one league this year. Uh that's all I'm gonna do this year, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I heard you guys just talking about R G three and how he should be everyone's first pick. I don't know, my league has a tendency to favor running backs over quarterbacks, so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with a running back of some sort, but I'm not sure who. You play with the in the PPR league? I think so. I don't know. It's, I know it's ESPN. I'm not sure what his scoring system is, though, but I know it's we we have a tendency to always go with running backs first because they put up the most points. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, you, you know, and I agree with you. I, I, I 100% I agree with you. From Gainesville, Florida. Griffin's mobile, if, though, so. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're going to go with a running back first, you have to go with Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson put on a clinic last year, and he is so upset that he Correct. came up just shy of breaking the record. So Hello? Let him be let him your first running back off the board. But Hello? I just – I can hear you, Drew. We got you. Okay. We got you. Just a second. Let me close my roommate. Okay. Let me tell you, no, I drank the Kool-Aid last year with, uh, with RG3. I drank the Kool-Aid. And it was good. I went fourteen and one in my fantasy football league with with uh, with my guy as my quarterback. The one week I lost, he didn't play. Did, so, did you end up winning I'm, I'm the league high. championship as well? Yes. I, I did not win the league championship uh, because <laughs> <He did laughs> because three was unavailable. Okay, you know, he was so injured. I, I feel like the Patriots. I feel like the Patriots from a couple of years ago. You know, you go undefeated in the regular season. Your top guy's not available to play. Bam, you lose. You're out. But um, I'm, I'm expecting great things this year from Adrian Peterson and RG3, man. So, okay. If it is the PPR throw, league. Let me throw some names at, at you, Drew. Here's, here's some names okay. you could think of, Drew, when you're, when you're thinking about that first pick. Of course, Adrian Peterson. Okay. Arian Foster, okay. Steven Jackson is going to have a crazy season this year in Atlanta. Yep. Run DMC, he's going to go all – he's going all year. I guarantee you, Darren McFadden will be playing all year long in this new in this new revamped offense that the Raiders are running. Frank Gore is going to have a tremendous year coming off of a almost Super, almost Super Bowl win year. And – uh and man, and and Ben Tate is always somebody that I that I. And Rashad Mendenhall is going to have a great year, I think. Oh, and Mendenhall. Mendenhall's going to have a great year, and also too, I'm going to go back home on this. Dez Bryant is going to have a breakout year this year. Tony Romo will get the ball in the air. Dez Bryant will get his hands on it. He will score touchdowns. He will get a lot of yards. You know, so, uh, if he's still out there in your second and third round, Dez Bryant is somebody you need to have on your team, man. Dustin Keller is going to have a great year at tight end for the Dolphins. I think he wants to prove the Jets wrong. I think hopefully him and Tannehill are going to be a good tandem, and I, I think he could be the guy that uh, scores a lot in the red zone for the Dolphins. Six, seven touchdowns, five at most, at least. Well, you know, somebody who we, didn't, we didn't mention at all? Was Peyton that? Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning. 
<laughs> yeah. Peyton Manning, he, he's going he's gonna to put up monster numbers this year. He, he has Tom Brady's security blanket this year. So you know he's going to get it done, you know. Peyton Manning, yeah. the Dallas really, really, Tennessee, really, one of Pat Hill's boys. A little bit, but who cares? I care because well, that's my Because he's in your division. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Denver, man. I'm not sold on Denver. I think Peyton Manning throw a lot of interceptions this year. I think Kansas City's going to be a lot better. I think the Raiders are going to be a lot better. I, I, I'm you rooting. Know. That's actually that's who, my who sleeper. If it's not, if it's Drew, who's it's who's the, going to? Let's ask Drew. Who do you have in the Super Bowl right now, Drew? Right now, it depends on Peyton Manning, but right now I have a Manning Bowl right now. Wow. In, wow. in, in, in New Jersey, yeah. I, I like I like Eli Manning and the Giants. I think, they'll, I think they're going to bounce back after what happened with them last year. I think they'll win the NFC East, and I think they'll potentially uh, be um, the number one or number two overall seed in the SEC, or the NFC, rather. Sorry, I've got college ball on the mind. <laughs> SEC. I think, <laughs> I think yeah, Drew is an NFL quality. I think Drew is one of these marketing gurus from the NFL that, that's calling our show, because last year we had a, a, a brother bowl with the coaches, and now he's calling a brother bowl with the quarterbacks. I I just call a brother bowl last year, though. I mean, I was actually really, really, really disappointed that that was the case because I don't like either one of those teams. I I hate the Ravens so much, and I definitely don't like the Niners either. Uh, As a Dolphins fan, uh, in in terms of playoffs, there's – there's some history between my team and those other two, and I just I don't like the two of them at all. But, okay. You know. All right, Drew. It, well, we're gonna be here. We're here every every week from nine to ten. Well, twelve to one your time. Um, okay. Tune in to us. Follow us on follow us on Facebook, and and good luck in your league. When's your draft? I think it's sometime in August is uh, middle of next month. I mean, I'm not going to be able to get Foster or Peterson. There's 12 teams in the league, and uh, the draft order was randomized, and I got stuck at number 10 in the first round, and it's a snake order. So I won't get Peterson. I won't get Peterson. That's all right, Drew. That's that's all right. You're number 10 in the snake. That means that you're going to end up being number three. In the second round, so Correct. Have, have your guys queued up. RG three will be available for you possibly. Go get him. You know. All right, and man, there. If he's there, go get him. Peyton won't be there. There's a kid that I do that's in this league with me every year, and his first his first pick every single season is um is is Peyton Manning. So Peyton Peyton won't be there, but Griffin might. But Peyton, Peyton definitely, no. Drew, who's gonna who's gonna have a better year, Rashard Mendenhall or Lamar Miller? Lamont Miller. Yeah, Miller's a lot younger than he is. Yes, it just Miller has to be able to not fumble that football because he has a tendency to do that, and he's going to be splitting time with uh, my boy out of U.S. down in Miami, Mike Gillisley as well. I look for I know Gillisley is still, last I checked, he's still third on the depth chart, but 
I think he'll pass Daniel Thomas at some point, and I, I think you'll be seeing Miller and Gillisley both have a lot of touches. I mean, I'm going to. I was going to, you know, grab both of them later on in my league because I think both of them will still be there in the third or fourth round. Gillisley might be there well down the line, but I'm, I'll definitely have him on my bench regardless. But All right, yeah. well, there you have it. There you have it, straight from a Miami Dolphins fan. Besides, besides Brian and uh, and Drew, keep keep listening to us, man. We thank you for your call. We'll talk to you later. You're welcome. Definitely. All right. So let's get back to where we were going. The round robin. Go ahead, Lou. You're on the. Uh, I think you're on the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, I'm 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 not that high up on them this year. Tony Romo will be good for fantasy. He he will get you. Uh, and in a league that's set up like yours, he'll get you 30-plus points every week, you know, but I just don't think that the defense is going to be strong enough to offset what's going on around the league. The Dallas Cowboys, they'll, they'll do fine, but, again, like I said, I'm, I'm thinking that the NFC, champ, NFC East champion will be the NFC champion that will go to the Super Bowl, and it's going to be either RG3 and Washington Redskins or Eli Manning and the New York Giants. Um, the Giants, you know, those, those guys just retool. They just retool. It, it turns my stomach. It makes me sick to see these guys, you know, just do what they do. Victor Cruz, you know, all he does is catch touchdowns. Yeah, Eli Manning, he just lost the ball open. He up there. He, he finds a man open, you know, everywhere. You know, the, the running backs, man, they, they, they hit the holes. They get everything done. You know, even though um, they lost, I think they lost uh, OCU in Europe in free agency this year, I, I still think that, you know, their defense is going to be fine. So I'm leaning more towards the New York Giants winning the division, going on to the Super Bowl. You know, quote me, I said it. I'm sick to my stomach. I got to go throw up now. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I just started. I just started a fantasy draft, uh, a mock draft. I'll be doing a bunch of mock drafts all until from now until until we get going. Uh, Brian, let's go ahead and talk about talk about the AFC East and the NFC South. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, everybody's everybody's harping on the Miami Dolphins. I mean, the Miami Dolphins have added. So much talent at receiver-wise, Brandon Gibson, Mike Wallace, Dustin Keller. Uh, Lamar Miller is going to be the uh, you know lead back. They got rid of Reggie Bush. They lost Jake Long. They added Tyson Claybo on defense. They added Brett Grimes. They added LB. They added Wheeler from the Raiders. I mean, but at the end of the day, is Tannehill going to be the guy to take the Dolphins to the next step? You know, listen, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. I'm going to say they're going to go be between 8-8 eight and eight to 11-5. and five. They have a very, very extremely tough schedule. Cleveland, we haven't beat Cleveland in 10 years. And if Drew's wow. on the phone, if Drew's still on the phone, he, he, he agrees with what I'm saying. We talked about this on the Thursday uh, Miami Dolphins uh, sports uh, show that I, that I was on. Um, and, I mean, yeah, we haven't beat Cleveland in 10 years. Then we go to Indianapolis. Then we got the Falcons at home. Then we play uh, New Orleans Saints Monday night at New Orleans. And then we play Baltimore, still a Super Bowl contender without Peter Bolden and all those players. And then we got Cincinnati. And then we go to a bye. 
So, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little scared. I am not sold. I mean, I'm sold on our team, but Cleveland at home Monday on, on our opening day is not going to be easy. I mean, we haven't beat them in 10 years. Devon Best does play for Cleveland. The Colts are not a bad team. So, I mean, Miami right now to me is an 8-8 eight and eight to 11-5 team. And what's going on in Miami, I don't know if you guys know with the stadium, but they're never going to host a Super Bowl there. Uh, the guy Michael D. just recently left. They changed the logo to make it like an L.A. logo. So there's talks, and, you know, I'll get into this later, they want to let me, that the Dolphins could possibly move to L.A. So, yeah, I mean, um, there's like three or four teams in the mix that are that are talking about L.A., and we both have one. The Raiders are talking about possibly going unless they unless they revamp their Coliseum, and, and you know, we lost, we're losing the A's. We're, we already lost the, the Warriors. So it's, it, it, it's going bad out here in the West. For, for for the Raiders and the Bay Area, um, <clears throat> and then the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nobody knows why they even have a team in Jacksonville. So those guys might go. And then of course Miami. Um, and who was who was the fourth team that I was thinking San about? San Diego, Minnesota. No, San Diego. St. Louis. St. Louis Rams are talking about Lawrence. going back to Los Angeles. And you know, and I was a diehard Los Angeles Rams fan when I was growing up. So I, I would love to see that move. Um, what about, what about the, uh, the NFC South, Brian? Well, let me get, let me get back. Let me get back in the division um, real quick. Uh, Miami Dolphins on paper should win this division with all the ads and receivers, but they got a rookie. They got a, they got a second year quarterback in Tannehill. They got a second year coach in Joe Philman. They got a, you know, great O-line in uh, Sherman. So, I mean, but they've replaced so much. I mean, Sturge is going to be the kicker to take this team to the promised land because, I mean, last year they lost three to four games with Dan Carpenter missing a field goal. And um, you can't count out the Patriots. I, 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 I hate to say this, but the Patriots, everybody's counting them out. Everybody and their mother. Everyone thinks Aaron Hernandez with Rob Krakowski with Woodhand with Wes Welker with all the guys they're replacing, with the guys just got arrested, Bernard. Um, the Patriots still have Tom Brady. They still have Bill Belichick. I hate Bill Belichick. I just would like to knock him out like Justin Bieber and uh, um, Joe Buck. But uh, at the end of the day, the Patriots are the Patriots. Justin Bieber and Joe Buck. I would like to just <laughs> knock them both out. I should have knocked Joe Buck out when I saw him in San Francisco. But Uh-oh. that's beyond the point. Right now, as I would say, this is what I think, and I'm gonna hate, I hate to say this, the Dolphins are a 10-6 and team. Patriots will go eleven and five. Jets will go like eight and eight, maybe possibly nine and seven, maybe six and ten. And the uh, Buffalo Bills, you know what? You can't count the Buffalo Bills out. Is Kevin Colt going to take that team to the promised land? He says he's going to get them a Super Bowl, so that could be the surprise team. Is C.J. Spiller, Fred Jackson, you know, Stephen, you know, got a new coach in there now, new college coach from Syracuse. So we'll we'll see. Um, I think the Dolphins should win the division. But uh, I want to count the Patriots out to uh, win. I mean, I could see it being by. I could see it being. All right, uh, move on to the NFC South. Sure. Well, the NFC South is going to be interesting this year. You got the Falcons, you got the Carolina Panthers, you got the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you got the New Orleans Saints. And I'm going to go out on the limb, and I'm thinking New Orleans Saints is going to revamp this whole team. They got Drew Brees back. Colson's going to have a big year. Um, they got rid of Meacham. They added some pieces to the puzzle. Uh, they, the reason why they were so bad last year is, is Sean Payton. Sean Payton makes that team. And Sean Payton coming back, 
They got all that scandals off of them. The Saints are going to be fired up. I mean, the Falcons, too. I mean, they've added so much pieces to the puzzle. But the Falcons, in general, are just the team that can win a division. They can win a division, but can they get over the hump? Can Matt Ryan take the Falcons to the Super Bowl? They added Steven Jackson. They added Trevin at, at the draft. They added Oshimura. They had a lot of talent. I mean, with Julius Jones and Tony Gonzalez coming back. I mean, but it's, are, are the Falcons really a team that can really get there when, at least, when they least expect it? And you can't count out the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton could have a really big year this year. Um, and Steve Smith, I think, is going to shock some people and have a lot of touchdowns. And they added some more pieces to the puzzle. But a team I would wow. kind of watch out for. Hey, listen, listen to this. Hold on, hold on, Brian. Listen to sure. this first round so far. First round, number one, out the gate, Adrian Peterson. Number two, Arian Foster. Went to me. Number three, Doug Martin. Calvin Johnson. Marshawn Lynch. Jamal Charles. Uh, turn that off. Jamal Charles. LaShawn McCoy. C.J. Spiller. Matt Forte. Ray Rice. Alfred Morris. Trent Richardson, Stephen Jackson, A.J. Green. Of those 14 people, one, let me see, one, two were not running backs. Calvin Johnson and uh, and A.J. Green. The only two non-running backs chosen the first round of my mock draft I'm running right now. So that tells you is, something is it, about is how it a PPR leagues, though. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. You, you know, I mean, I'm nine times out of ten, you, you take a running back first. But I, I've learned over the last couple of years, you, you got to secure a quarterback. If, if you got a quarterback that's out there and you, and you can't get a hold of Adrian Peterson or Arian Foster with the first or second pick, I would say go on and get you a quarterback because you know he's going to touch the ball. You know he's going to have those completions. You get points for completions, points for completions over 25 yards, points extra for completion over 50 yards, points for the touchdown, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, running backs are key in in PPR leagues, but if if you can't get those top one, two, three guys, if you're in the bottom half of your draft of a, of a deep draft, you got to go with your marquee quarterback or the best wide receiver that you can get. Well, Cam Newton went in the second round right after Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones, wow. Brandon wow. Marshall, Stephen Ridley, Maurice Jones-Drew, Jimmy Graham, Des Bryant. Des Bryant was the first pick in the second in the second uh, second round, Lou. Drew Brees fell to 25th. Wow. And, uh, of course, PPR League, Randall Cobb was the last pick in the second round. Um, I got Roddy White. Uh, we got Lamar Miller up there. Percy, Somebody picked Percy Harvin. What an idiot. Um, DeMarco Murray. What about DeMarco Murray, Lou, tells you, I need to roll with this guy. Are you confident rolling with DeMarco Murray all season, Lou? My my inside reports tell me that DeMarco Murray has taken extra effort 
to condition himself so that he can go the distance this year. You know, uh, sources close to Valley Ranch say that DeMarco Murray has worked tirelessly in this offseason to condition himself so that he can go the distance. So with, with, with the same information coming from two separate sources, you know, that leads to believe that, hey, this could very well be true. Um, when he's on, DeMarco Murray is a beast. DeMarco Murray gets you three, four, four and a half, maybe five yards of touch. He doesn't have the breakaway speed that that uh, Felix Jones has, and Felix Jones is gone now, but he gives you something that the Cowboys haven't had in a long time, and that's, that's a good-sized back who can drop the shoulder and plow through a guy. And if this guy has been working on conditioning, if he's been working on being sure that his ankles are going to be right, his hamstrings are going to be right, then I'm more apt to believe he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay, and the Cowboys are looking to take some of that pressure off of Tony Romo because they, they don't want to see him throw the ball 60, 70 times a game. You know, that, that just wears a guy out. When you've got a, a decent running back, borderline a good running back, you know, that, that can get – you know, 20, 25 touches a game, you know, that, that's going to help your team be balanced and keep the defense, you know, on their on their toes. So I, I think he's going to be all right. Um, I wouldn't take him higher than a second round, but uh, hopefully if he's there, I'd take him. I'd take him. Colin, if, Kaepernick just dropped the, Colin Kaepernick just dropped to the third round. Is that going to happen in, in most you'd see? Colin Kaepernick being around 42? I seriously doubt it in most drafts. Most drafts. People people are, are just, you know, buzzing with the name Colin Kaepernick. Colin Wait, they're Kaepernick. drinking a Kool-Aid too much. I don't they, think they're going to be a big they, they really are. You know, they, I, 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 think him, I think him and Russell Wilson are going to have both have very off years. And that's and, and I think everyone's going to, you know, I, I, I think Corey Bradford's going to have an amazing year. I really do. And I think he could be a good late round. I mean, they got Tavish Austin. They added the two receivers from West Virginia. They got a good old lineman in Jake Long, even though I hate Jake Long. Um, and St. Louis has been, like, working together a lot, too, and they're, like, hanging out in Oklahoma, and they're giving that team unity. And you can't count out of Arizona. Carson Palmer might have a really good year. I don't know why. Man, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. Um, Carson Palmer, I mean, yeah, when, when we talk about the NFC West, I could just talk about it right now with with Carson Palmer, uh, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Rams. The 49ers yeah. did not beat the Rams last year. And let me tell nope. you for the record, no. and I've been wanting to, and, and I, I've been wanting to say this because, but I haven't had this, but we haven't, we haven't, I haven't had a chance to. The 49ers got their ass kicked in that Super Bowl. They came cool. back because of that. I mean, they they were getting their ass drugged up and down that field in New Orleans last year during that Super Bowl. They got lucky. I don't know what happened with the little with the little light flickering. It was a fix. It was a fix. But Everybody says it was the Illuminati and the Mafia trying to fix the game. They did. <laughs> but it was uh they, they did. They got their ass whooped up and down that field and so so I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I don't Seattle is definitely gonna win the NFC West this year. I don't think I don't think I can't see a a, a sophomore slump coming for coming for Seattle. 
you know. I think they're gonna they're gonna keep moving. They're gonna keep it going, keep it moving and grooving and grooving and moving. And that defense is off the hook. They they want it, and they're just gonna they're gonna take it to them. And then Seattle or not Seattle, but St. Louis is right behind them, just right on their coattails. Going, you know what? We can we can take this. We can take this. And then with uh with them with them Arizona Cardinals, you never know what's going to happen there. This whole NFC West is probably one of the hardest divisions in the NFL yeah, right I, now. You know, the weird part. And then when we go, and then let me go to the AFC West real quick with the Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers, and the Broncos. Everybody wants to say the Broncos, but I'm not. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I'm I not could. Sold on the Broncos. They're two two of their two of their guys. We've got DUIs. Von Miller might possibly be out, uh, but probably not. But everyone's sold on the Broncos and Wes Walker and and Peyton Manning. Uh, if Andrew's still on the show, he likes the Raiders to win that division. He would have given you a reason why. Yeah, I mean, I'm going. I'm going Oakland Raiders with this, just Matt because. Flynn. Matt Flynn, man, I think Matt Flynn is going to be good. He's going to have he's going to have a lot of a lot of chemistry with the young with the young receivers. They're going to the new zone blocking offense. Um, they're going to be able to put they're going to have a one two punch in the backfield, and they're going to be able to get DMC all the yards he needs. You know, hey, and then, run DMC would he would definitely benefit from that zone blocking. You know, when when you have mediocre running backs in Denver. You know that are leading the league in rushing yards simply because of the zone blocking. Man, that that speaks volumes. So he could it does. And then, our, and then we our favorite our favorite thing is this year we get to we get to eat Cowboys for for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 count it as a win so fast, man. The Dallas Cowboys will step up on the holiday feast. We came up just shy last year against RG3, man. They, they they almost rallied back. But this year against the Oakland Raiders, I'd like to go to that game. Uh, if I can get my hands on the tickets, uh, we, we're going we're gonna to run on down to Dallas and see uh, Run DMC get shut down by a, a decent, not a great, but a decent Cowboy defense. And then next Talk Friday. The Cowboys next week. Go ahead. Next Friday we play the Cowboys. Yep, August ninth in preseason. Yeah, in preseason. So, so you you're gonna get to see our grocery sackers against your grocery sackers. Dolphins yeah. play the Cowboys too next week. Yeah, that's next Monday night. Yeah, that, that's night. the Hall of Fame game. This Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I got Kaiserman on Sunday and and, and uh, then I have Square on Friday. I wish I could go to that game. Man, so this is what I got so far in this. This is my team so far in this uh, mock draft. I got RG3, Victor Cruz, Roddy White, Pierre Garçon, Arian Foster. Not Victor too Cruz bad. is a great pick, man. Great pick. Yeah. And, and and who's better, Roddy White? Who's a better tandem? I, we, I should say Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nix or Roddy White and Julio Jones? Um, Give me the ATL shouter. <laughs> Give me the ATL shouter. I'm, I'm with that too. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty is Soul Kitchen Radio. Call in right now. Let's talk some fantasy football. We got about ten more minutes left on this show, and then and then we'll see you next week. But check it out, fantasy football.
You are now tuned in to the Soul Kitchen Radio Sports Show. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. You have something to say, call right now. 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Kitchen Radio, we're back at Fantasy Football 2013. Everybody is ready to go, ready to roll. I'm in the middle of a mock draft right now. Right now, I got RG3, Victor Cruz, Roddy White, Pierre Garçon, Arian Foster, and and, and I'm, let's just talk about some of some of what's going on in this mock draft. I just seen Mike Wallace go. Mike Wallace went at 50, um, along with Hakeem Nix in the fourth round. Hakeem Nix, David Wilson. Wow, how's David Wilson going to do this year, guys? What do you think? I, I just don't know. I, I, I just don't I know. know. I, I defer to Brian on this one. Um, you know, it's fairly decent last year. You know, but but will you hit? Uh, will you hit a slump after the spotlight's been shined on you? You know, will yeah. will teams roll extra help his way? You know, so that he, he can't have the breakout. Uh, situations like last year, you know, um, you really can't hang your hat on what a guy did last year, and I'm, I'm thinking that just may be the case uh, with with uh, with him this coming up year. You know, we, we have to give me a few games, and then yeah. I'll be able to give a better assessment. I mean, he's a, he's a good kick returner if you're in a PBR league, but, I mean, Amar Bradshaw went to the Colts. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on David Wilson. I think he's a I think he's a wait-and-see approach. Um, like I was saying with the injury said is Mike Gillespie, he was a good running back in Florida. I mean, Lewis has watched him play, and I mean, he could be a guy that could be one of those guys that comes out of the woodworks and maybe takes Lamar Miller's uh, role, um, and we have a uh, backup by committee. So, um, and, so let's uh, talk about some she, running backs. Let's talk yeah, about some running backs. I think Vereen from uh, – Patriots have been having a great year. What about Andre Brown? Back Andre Brown and David Wilson. That's that one two that one two hit. You know, is that Vic Ballard though? Vic Ballard had a had a B season towards the end of the year last year. You know, and, and he was he was he was a whole whole bunch of people's like, oh shit, where'd this guy come from? Yeah. You know, and but, but I tell you, Ahmad Bradshaw going to the Colts. You know, he, he he's one of those low risk, high rewards moves yep. for the Colts. You know, it, it's an it's an upgrade for him. You know, Bradshaw should be healthy this year, and he is going to pay dividends for the Indianapolis the Indianapolis Colts this year. You know, so you you, you can bank on that. In the AFC South, you're going to have Ahmad Bradshaw, you're going to have Arian Foster, you're going to have Chris Johnson. You know, and I mean that's you, you could almost call that the the running back division there. Those guys are going to do well this year. That's right. Well, can you believe Tony Romo and Miles Austin fell to the seventh round? Wow. 74 Foolish. and 73. <laughs> Foolish. Foolish. And this must not be PPR because Darren Sproles fell to number 70. He fell to the fifth round. That's crazy. Foolish. What about Andy Lacey? Green Bay has always needed a hard 
hitting the running back. They bring I think in. going to do well. It's healthy. I mean, he came from Alabama. He's supposed to be better than uh, Mark Ingram. He's supposed to be better than Trent Richardson. I mean, Lacey is supposed to be the real deal. I mean, they got Lacey and they got Franklin. You know, uh, the running back from UCLA, who I saw play when Stanford played UCLA, and I was very impressed. I mean, that was Green Bay's problem. They could have beat Green. They could with their defense first of all against the Niners. And the running back tandem was horrible. I mean, they were sending a guy out there that was car dealership in Jacksonville, but now they added two good running backs. That's going to be a good tandem. But see, the problem with those two is which one's going to get all the carries too. So if you're playing fantasy football, you could draft Lacey, but Franklin might be the you know the running back can get you 50, 60 yards. Lacey will probably be the guy that's in the red zone. I think that's how they used him in Alabama. He'll be the red zone type of guy, like on the five yard line, three yard line. Two-yard line, one-yard line, you know. What about Chris Ivory up in New York Jets? Chris Ivory went to the New York Jets, and everybody everybody knew Chris Ivory last year was, oh, my God, where did this guy come from? Where did this guy come from? He's, he's Everybody got hurt with uh, – everybody got hurt on New Orleans. Chris Ivory just started carrying the ball, and he actually ran me to the playoffs last year in one of my leagues, so – with him going solo at at the New York Jets being the number one guy, what do, what do you think the the odds is he going to be? Well, obviously we're in the eighth round over here. Nobody knows about him. He's not picked. Well, he just got picked as I was talking to him. He went number eighty, and right wow. right right after Greg Jennings and Deshaun Jackson wow. in the seventh <laughs> round. Wow, <laughs> who are these clowns drafting? In, oh, in no, Vernon Davis league. was 76. Who? Vernon Davis was 76. Uh, tight end for San Francisco. But I, I tell you, I, I really should do decent for the Jets this year. Um, the, the Jets, they, they have a problem on their hands. You know, as the old saying goes, if you have two quarterbacks and you don't have one, um, <clears throat> they're, they're trying to implement – the offense this year for Geno Smith that they should have run last year for Tim Tebow, you know, and, and that's that's kind of special. Uh, Geno yeah. Smith is not he, he's not a Tim Tebow kind of running back. He, he's not a a running at the first down kind of guy. He is a thrower, and so you know um, they, they need to just make a decision in New York. Either we're gonna let Mark Sanchez hang himself, prove that he's not worth what he is, and hand it over to Geno Smith later, or sit Sanchez down and let Geno Smith get his trial by fire, you know, and, and just, just get it over with because they're not winning anything this year. They're yeah, not so, winning anything this year. Man, so I'm I'm picking right now, and, uh, man, Jermichael Finley is still out there. I'm looking for a good tight end. And you That's know who I'm going with? I'm, I'm, we're, we're, in the, we're in the eighth round. Keller, Jason Witten. Dustin Keller from Miami, or just Dustin Keller or Brandon Pettigrew. Keller, is Witten still available? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I hope not. Not way. Not way here. Hey, those those guys you drafted would have no sense. Yeah, they they have no sense. Um. I don't know who the hell they're drafting. So I, you know what, Dustin Keller is a good one, or Brandon Pettigrew is also an awesome, awesome tight end. I think just for this, just for this, 
<laughs> yeah, I'll draft Pitta. And yeah, Pitta, Pitta. And he's going to have a great year. <laughs> the I wonder year. if Fernandez is even on here. Yeah, him, Pitta and, and Julius Jones. I wonder if someone's going to draft Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> hey, somebody's going to pick him up, I promise you. Aaron Hernandez is still ranked 241, 241 uh, for tight ends. Wow. Number 242 should feel like crap. 242 <laughs> should feel like crap. You'll rank the lower guy that's going to prison. <laughs> who's who's, 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 who's behind it? Shake your head, 242. Let me see who 242 is. 242 is Cedric Benson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Didn't he get into some trouble, too? Wasn't he getting mad by, by his girlfriend or something? And then, and then right after that is uh, Josh Brown. Beanie Beanie Wells and Scott Chandler, <laughs> and Justin Tuck is right above Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh wow! What? No, so that that's crazy, man. It's that that's the way it's going. So so far on my team, this is what I got: RG three, Victor Cruz, Roddy White, Pierre Garcon, Arian Foster, and I went on the limb, and I pulled in. Bryce Brown from the Philadelphia Eagles as my backup running back because I think they're going to. Do you think they'll get enough touches? I think he'll. I think Bryce Brown will. uh, Yeah, he'll he'll be okay. You know, he'll. uh, I don't know. It's a it's a mock draft, and I was and I had like three seconds to choose, so I grabbed somebody. But with Bryce Brown backing up LaShawn McCoy, you know, they might be sharing. He he did take off 106 yards or something last year. That was huge. He did. He had a, he had a great game against uh, somebody. I can't remember. He had a couple yeah. of great games. And that was like right on time. The 15th, week 15 and 16 when I was in, in, in the heat of playoffs, I needed him. And he won a couple games for me. He was showing he was Philadelphia. Who? Felix Jones? Yeah. He he probably is. And I I would think that he would get plenty of touches in uh in Philadelphia. That guy's a speedster, man. Yeah, he is. He, he is a speedster. Felix Jones is, is in Philadelphia. He's ranked two hundred and eleven. Hmm. Well, he, he's he's not below Eric Hernandez. No, he's not alone here. Right above him, just just above him. Though. Who's, the, who's the next player that's going to be murdering someone? Is the question. He's on your fantasy <laughs> team. It's going to be Darren McFadden. August ninth, going to murder the whole Dallas Cowboys for the first two snaps, and then he's going to watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. That, that Friday <laughs> night is it's going to be a good one. But real real quick, your your AFC South, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, the Houston Texans, Tennessee Titans. And some little uh, semi pro team in Jacksonville. Uh, a Mark Bradshaw, like I said, he, he's, he's going to be a good a good fit with the Colts. He's going to help them to be able to get back to decent form. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, you, you're going to see uh, Chris Johnson. You know, he, he's going to race a Jaguar later on this year. I think he won that race. They already taped it. But the Tennessee Titans, they're, they're going to build on uh, 
the, the strides that they made earlier last year. Uh, the Jaguars, Blaine Gabbert has to show that he's not a first-round bust, which uh, I, I, I think he is. I think uh, they need to just go on and, and give give full control to Chad Henney, let Henney do what he needs to do. But the division winner, uh, again, will come out of Houston. And I think DeAndre Hopkins uh, is going to step up and help take some of that pressure off uh, Arian Foster and Andre Johnson. Uh, he, he could just be the missing link that uh, gets this Houston Texans team over the hump and, and gets them out of the first round. All right. Well, there, there you guys have it. That's the end of this fantasy football show right here. Let me give you a couple dates. August 25th at noon, live draft for the Soul Kitchen Radio Free League. Brian is in that one this year. And uh, and a bunch of other people that are playing for jerseys. I had to, had to uh, give out a Colin Kaepernick jersey last year for the winner of that one. And the Soul Kitchen Radio League live draft on the air is September 1st at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, at noon, my time. So hopefully Lou's not out and busting somebody and, and doing something off that day. And he'll be able to should, come in. That should be awesome. Yeah, so it'll be all good, man. And then until next week, it's fantasy football. We'll see y'all later. Talk to you later. Peace. How about them cowboys? On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Something in me from watching a few games from him tells me that RG3 will get it done today. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio. St. Louis wide receiver Danny Amendola. We're in a PPR league. He's going to be hitting Amendola every, every down he he can. Let the record show that Camacho stole Danny Amendola away from the fun to be in the fantasy football I'm looking at Peyton Hillis. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna surprise a lot of people and have a big game against the Falcons. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Doug Martin. I think he's gonna have a career game today. At least 100 yards, possibly two touchdowns. You know, gonna be a lot of. Gonna be not much throwing. Um, and I, I think he's gonna come out and probably give you like 15, 20 points. But I love this Doug Martin. He's a boy. Kick is gonna. I don't know. Who get started? Got a black one. And then my uh, kicker, excuse me, I don't know who my kicker is again, but uh, he's uh, a good cat. Yeah, he's in the Florida Polish guy. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio.